You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. All right. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. It's Today has begun in a way I cannot even fathom because right before we started the podcast. Hey. Um, yeah, let's, let's introduce, let's see the guest first. <laughs> I'm Anya Marine and I'll be talking for the next hour. Now, uh, we are joined today by the lovely Sam Morell. As always. I figured Co- out that I've been saying your name wrong this whole time. It's okay. Morel, not Morel. Like the mushroom, I tell people. Yeah. Yeah. Do people and know about mushrooms in that capacity? <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, they really don't, but that's the only way to describe it, really. You know? I do love a good Morel. And Lisa Traeger. Yes, hey. Probably one of my favorite people that's living in New York and living well, in the world. You could have said right that now. about me, too, but you know, <laughs> fine, you know? How are you guys? I'm just new, so people are more excited. Lisa's got one little. more year, and... Oh, really? Because you've just celebrated one year in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Talk it, about what just happened. I'm just saying, you, oh, yeah. you, you, you started and I cut you off and I feel bad now. I, um, no, I just... Your quite, jewelry po- uh, game's on point, BT thanks, Dubs. Thank you, I'm just wearing... I don't even really want to talk too much about what happened. I just got an email right before the podcast began that sort of shook me a little bit. Because, like, months and months ago, you guys might remember a podcast, and I'm not going to talk about it at length. But there was somebody I liked very, very much. Anyway, I wrote this person like a letter over the holidays and never heard back, just sort of wrote it all off. Um, and never, just thought I'll never hear from them again. And then I just heard from them like 10 seconds before we turned on the microphone. But so you heard little... nothing for months. Right, nothing for months. And, and I remember telling you I thought the guy sounded like a piece of dog shit, personally. I didn't <laughs> How do you care know the him. guy? I, I mean, don't, don't want to edit any of this podcast out. So Okay. Just I'm telling speak. you how I feel. I'm telling you based on, like, this right. is, you're not saying this. I'm telling you, you told me the whole uh, backstory, and I was like, I don't care for him. Right. Uh, and I don't care for people that, when you put yourself all the way out there, give you silence. I think that's beyond that's rude, rude and beyond shitty. I did that to a girl once who I really liked. And I wrote a, and we got into an argument, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. I wrote a really long email, and it was like really thoughtful, and I was like, here's how I feel, and she just wrote back, oh, thank you, <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I never have written anything like that in my life, and I never will again. You ruined it. Yeah. You ruined it for the next few women. I was thinking, I was like, I think I've only written three love letters in my life: one when I was 16, one when I was 21, and then one you know over the holidays and i've never gotten a response to any of them and i was like okay it took me three times to learn just don't write guys love letters this could be a good song though <laughs> don't write guys love letters that's kidding? a good song i've written so many songs i know you have a lot of songs this, about love i know i know i listen part. to you i listen to your entire catalog on you i love you so and i love you guys both because before we started the podcast listener Sam and Lisa grabbed my hands to to ground me. I reached is, for something else. She put her hand out. <laughs> I don't know. You know it's... <laughs> it felt good, though. I really do like you guys so much. How was um, Boston? You guys both taped specials Great. for Comedy Central. We had a, I missed Lisa because I had to leave on Friday. But I tried uh, to tell you to stay. We had we had fun though. I feel like, I feel like. Uh, well, there was a bar with old fashions on tap. And I and, what? I, and you, oh, wait, wait this, is that whiskey and it's like maraschino. Uh, we were talking about this last night. Oh, Manhattan is whiskey. That's right. 
It's it's whiskey, uh, sweet vermouth, maraschino cherry bitters, uh, with like you know some garnish and stuff. But old fashioned bartenders kind of have their own little spin on it. It's usually got sugar in it. I know a bartender puts triple sec in it. It's a fun drink. Mm-hmm. It's a, a Don Draper drinks them. It's a cool drink. Guys want to drink old fashioned, and cool girls like Lisa <laughs> drink them as well. Well, it's nice because it's like strong but tasty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It sounds tasty. Because I don't like drinking uh, vodka tasties. Like martinis? I don't even know what that meant, though. I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> Tasty. She just made that up. That She's was, on a lot of cold That was total medicine. alcoholic speak, by the way. <laughs> Tasties. Uh, but, yeah, there, there was... Uh, I don't even know how that works. Old Fashions on tap. You know? um, it was great. Delicious. And it was, was the night before my... It was, that was the night before my taping. Yeah. And I remember telling you, I'm like, I've had like five. I gotta go, I gotta go back. <laughs> I can't believe you had five. Yeah. You were handling yourself well. I was handling myself well. Joe List was a good influence because he taped that night and I had kind of... Uh, talked to him before his taping so he said tomorrow the next day we do whatever you want so we went to the gym in the morning we both we both ran on the treadmill sweat out wow. the whiskey oh actually Sabrina sent lunch. me a Joe photo of you guys at a cafe yeah she saw us at an outdoor cafe he wanted Chipotle <laughs> and I said no I'm not eating Chipotle before my special Joe I'm having a cafe he's not drink though so he wasn't sweating out whiskey Okay, I was trying to do some camaraderie thing there. On I don't know. I, yeah, he didn't I have any whiskey to sweat out. He's doing better than me health-wise. All right, good. You got that great swimmer's body. Wow, okay. <laughs> Were you a swimmer? Uh, no, I used, to go to, I used to go to the rec center um, and swim. You know, I was a swimmer. I beat the JV butterfly record sophomore oh. year. Did you really? Yeah. That's the hardest stroke. Yeah. Besides. <laughs> besides the Dick Clark stroke. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and then I also um, I was thinking of the other dick stroke. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. What wow. was the di- oh? We were talking about heart attacks. Yeah, oh, Lisa and I you, were on uh, the hand job. Lisa <laughs> cracked me up last night because we were, she did her first seller spot last night, and yeah. and John and John Fish. Who's so nice, but I, I love was such him. a cunt to him. He's, He's like, how did my town treat you? I'm like, Boston's fucking disgusting. She, she, didn't, she didn't hear him say my town. Yeah. So John was really offended. Let me Boston. preface something But Boston was great. You. After Please pro- hold. Yeah. Guys, a lot of people listening to the podcast don't know who you're talking John about. John Fish, uh, Google him. He's a great comic from Boston. He's been at it forever. Uh, he's been on David Letterman's show. Okay, so YouTube he, hosted my, terrific. he hosted when I did my audition, and he was just like really, really nice and great. I okay. was supportive. And on audition at the cellar is a big deal. It's a very difficult club Huge to get deal. into. Yeah, I've never been as nervous it's, in my life. It's where, if those of you who own Comedy Savage, where Louis C.K. shoots the show Louis. That's the yes. opening and everything. It's, it's a very cool club to work. Lisa did her first spot and she was killing. I popped in for a few minutes just to. It was fun. Just, it's like a perfect room though. It's so low and tight. It's nice. It's great. So and you felt good. Yeah, it was great. How was the post experience? Like, did you go to the comics table and sit, and that's when you shot on John? I went over. I was hoping I knew people and I knew John, so that was great. Well, Lisa, and I went over there. I think Lisa was saying how she didn't feel well, and John's like, "Are you sick or something?" And, and Lisa said, "I just drink a lot." And <laughs> and John was kind of puzzled, and Lisa just said, "Yeah, I live an unhealthy lifestyle. What do you want from me?" Yeah, so, so casually, it sucks. I mean, it started, <laughs> it started chill. It started just like I had a friend, I had two friends in town Monday night, and I just went too hard. And then Tuesday was rough, and then it just like I couldn't get better. Because right. there was old fashions on tap. It's impossible. It's like Sabrina and Sean were there with me in Boston. There was joy. I mean, it was hard. Right. And then after my set, I was actually being very good and not really smoking weed. And then after my set, I just had a fat ass blunt. And that, that did me in. I'm sorry. Lisa that you're not is developing good, uh, that... a reputation too as kind of like a tough chick. Because I remember I thought, well, you were telling me how much you loved your manager at that party. Oh, yeah, and yeah. on Thursday, so I went up to her manager and I introduced <laughs> myself and I said, Lisa, speak so highly or I just want to meet you. <laughs> And we started talking for a while, 
and she was telling a story about how some girl, I guess, accidentally nudged you at, at my taping, <laughs> and Lisa just turned to her and said, are you gonna apologize? <laughs> And no. and she and she's like, look, that's just how Lisa is. She can't. Just wait not till she gets super famous. She's gonna yeah. be a total yeah. C. So this is what happened. Okay. We were walking down the stairs, and these two girls were just like taking selfies while everyone was trying to get out. Ugh. So it's like, all right, go girls. So then we're all walking, and then with a heel stepped on my foot. You don't have to punch them like that. Right. <laughs> And she didn't say anything. She's aggressive, dude. I told you. He's like, are you going to fucking apologize or what? And then she did. I mean, it was just like a Boston trash piece of shit. Oh, wow. Because yeah. <laughs> then, so. The For our Boston listeners, we had a great time there. And, uh, we had I can't an amazing wait to come back. time. Oh, God. The, the theater was amazing. The crowds for all the tapings were beautiful. Like, the st everyone was awesome. I just went out Friday night to other bars around town. And the walk was scary. Like yeah. I'd rather walk There's in any other city in the middle than a shady, shady. Parts of I heard, You know what I heard Chris Rock say ugh, once? Gross. I overheard him say this once. He goes, "Yeah, Boston is weird." He's like, "Cause you know, when you're in Alabama, there's racism." He's like, "When you're in Boston, you're in Boston." <laughs> <laughs> and you just don't think of it as being racist. Right. You know, it's like, you, you have that, like, you think of, like, a John Kerry type or something coming yeah. out of Boston. You don't think of, like, you know, the racist, like, the Southie racism. But I was in a bar there once, and they were like, in this bar, don't wear a Yankees hat or be black. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, I can control one of those. You know, I can't control both. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's some parts of Boston well, still yeah, that so like. Well, yeah, so Sabrina and I uh, were waiting to get into this bar where her friends were inside. And twice, uh, girls would come, grab me, and push me out of the way to walk towards the bar. What? Just dudes were being, oh, that accent, I don't know. And then I stepped it's on a dying rat. Act. It's not a, You've had a bar? lot of run-ins with rats lately. Even oh my god! Outside yeah. or in the bar? Outside, and it was Sabrina's fucking fault because I listen. I do what she says, and I was I wanted to take the streets, and she's like, "No, let's take the shortcut." Through and the then the shortcut hallway. is never. Stepped it's never on good. A rat. <laughs> ah! Yeah, but as a New Yorker, isn't that sort of old hat? Um, no, because I thought it bit me. I thought I was going to get rabies. I thought oh. my life was going to be over. Like, it but was... I admit that you were kind of relieved it happened after you taped the special. <laughs> so if you die, you kind of go down like a martyr now. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have youth on your side right now, so you have yeah. you know time to figure out. But if I don't you know how rabies to... works. Usually, people get <laughs> shot when they have rabies. I was talking about like your, any kind of drug use or alcohol use. You can keep going for a while until you're just over. Yeah, it. but I don't want to be sober. I have to like learn how to moderate. The old fashions, uh, open, people... old fashions, and open bar. It's like you can't not drink them. It's a, also my managers both were like vodka sodas, and I was like, "This is my night. We're drinking old fashioned," <laughs> and they did. And to their credit, they did. So you, you both, and sorry, go ahead, Sam. No, no, no. Were you two ever partying together? That's what I'm trying to. We, understand. yeah, we hung out. Okay, Wednesday you know? and Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I gotta confess, I was like, I wonder, because it, it was like sort of quiet on the Sam and Lisa front, and I was like, I know they're in the same city. I wonder if. They may, they're making out. They're boning? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping you guys would have I didn't bang anyone story. in Boston. There was, there was definitely like that. I don't uh, have any topics today, so I was hoping I just you guys would bring it, <laughs> except for this awkward email. No, but... Uh, did, you, did you hook up with anyone in Boston? No, no, no. I, so Sabrina, you know, moved, my friend, and her yeah. wife was there, and then we would just like hang out in their room till five in the morning, and then they would kind of like make out and be touchy, and they're always naked, and so that was like <laughs> the best I got. Wow. By the way, they always shower with the door open. They're just like I'm kind they of. They shower together. 
no, no, no. But like, Sabrina will just open the door naked. Sean will be changing, and then they're making out, and I'm just like, I guess I'm here. Isn't that rude? Kind of like no, share- it's not rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shauna styled you so well. I, know, I loved I the, the black pantsuit. Please check out Instagram. Uh, yeah, I have, I have more photos. I just don't want to be glitter too cheese. annoying, but like, I definitely Please, want everyone to see my outfit. <laughs> we are fans. A thousand likes. I ca- and I kept it pretty simple. My outfit. I didn't yeah. take any risks. I'd like to know what you wore. <laughs> Plain white sneakers. Uh, and a rag and bone t-shirt. Yeah, I dropped, some, I dropped some dough. Yeah, it's a special. <laughs> Can I Thank high you. five you? I love their company. I'm so distracted by this email. I just want to read it one more time. Keep talking well, amongst oh. yourselves. <laughs> blah, blah. Oh, my favorite moment, though, was uh, after the special, like, me, my gal pal manager, Sam Safer, and then Serena and Shauna, we went up, smoked a blunt, like had a drink, like, hung out in the room, put on our nighttime outfits. <laughs> and then like the four of us were walking out of the hotel. And then there's just like a bunch of black men that opened the doors at the W and it just felt like <laughs> swingers. It was just so, oh, it was like the best I've ever felt. I just rewatched Aww. swingers. It is such a good movie. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. Uh, Little it, triumphs, friendship yeah. is like great. Oh my God, there's something, there's such a great moment in that calls, movie where, oh, I'm sorry, we, what, what No, part? go on. I just like when he calls Nikki, hey Nikki, it's me again. Yeah, <laughs> like just keeps the calling. The 20th time. I know, and then she just picks up and he's like, oh God, it's such a painful, because it's a painful moment because you were like, oh, he's just so lonely. It, I love the scene when they're playing video games, it's such a guy scene, because like, that's what we did in college. We just like pregame, have beers, order pizza, and we're all playing whatever basketball or Madden or whatever you play so when they're playing that hockey video game and Vince Vaughn does a cheap move where he go, the guy goes to pay and Vince Vaughn makes the guy's head bleed he's like I'm gonna make Gretzky's head bleed yeah yeah and it's just such a great scene because like we've all done that shitty thing Engineer to the friend. Chris like right? that story a lot. It's totally true, right? It. And then the part where they where they order food and it's like a little Indian guy and they're all yelling, "Is he brown?" And you just see oh, how yeah. fucking yeah. painful it is for John Favreau. It's like we all have those piece of shit friends who do that, and you're like, oh. I like when he's having uh, food. I mean, I don't have friends who yell out racist shit, but I mean, we've all been in that uncomfortable situation. Of course. Um, When Vince Vaughn, first of all, Vince Vaughn was hot. He was ridiculously Mm. handsome. No? Wow, even I was like, Jesus. He was in good shape then. I thought he was a handsome guy. I like when he's he's having dinner or lunch at that that, um, diner and he sees the girl and he thinks she's talking to him. He's like, you don't have my address. You don't have my address. (laughs) Remember? I like... uh, I, yeah, I like when he gets when he's hammered in the diner and he's and he's and he gets on the table and he's like, "You're all grown up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. grown up. There, that was so quotable. I saw it so many times. I got so into good. swing music. I was in love with some dude that was really into swing dancing. I have took, you seen that Daria episode? No. Or do you, yeah, no. I assumed you'd have it. I've <laughs> seen a bunch of Daria episodes. When actually. Jane starts dating the guy who's like really into the twenties and swinging and stuff. No. You know my 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 AOL screen name back in the day was <laughs> SM Swinger. Because <laughs> I love the movie Swinger. It's like fifth right. or sixth grade. And Aww. I got some I got some weird ass messages yeah. based on being SM Swinger. <laughs> I bet. Hey, we got a weird ass message. Yay! First of all, somebody wrote to us and said they loved the show. I'm not going to read this entire email, but um, thank you, <coughs> Michal Strocheki, for writing in. He says he he looks forward to the podcast every week and loves to listen. Then we got something um, from somebody that just said, "Is it true that Anya's mom left her in the snow as a baby, or is this some overblown exaggeration?" How long was she actually in the said snow and how far from said mom? Can you fill me in on this story? <clears throat> yes. When my mom was getting her dissertation, when she was like 
30 or whatever, and she had just had me. She's sort of fresh off the boat from Russia, left me in a bassinet basket in the snow in Michigan for hours while she was upstairs typing her dissertation. Because of fresh air. That's like the, that's like the Russian version of leaving your baby in the hot car, you know. <laughs> yeah. Does, did your mom do that, Lisa? Like to my mom, it's no. still. Se- my mom is like, if you look at photos of me as a baby, I'm just like so bundled up. I'm like, <laughs> kind of like Maggie Simpson in a star. In oh, a I star. love that. Yeah. yeah. Why like, do Russians do that? Just so fucking bundled, just so sweaty. <laughs> I remember as a kid, just like tights, <laughs> leggings, pants. It was yeah. I remember being very hot all the time. I was bundled, but I was always raised with. This I don't get idea. why she didn't bring you inside for a little bit. Well, she would, but she was like, you know, probably. I think um, was anyone watch? She just trusted. Yeah, and then she Michigan? saw cops. I think it's and, a different time we live in now, she, though. She was like, Americans are so stupid. They don't <laughs> understand the value of fresh air. So I was thinking we should yeah. call her. What do you guys think? Cool. I mean, I, I feel like we don't really have a say in this. You're already dialing. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to pick up, though. We'll see. No, I babysat these two boys. Louder? Okay, I think this is as loud as it can go. We'll see. I, right. I can hear. I wonder if she'll be able to hear us. I love this alien ball. <clears throat> she's probably at yoga. Hello? Mama? Привет. Привет, Лялечка. Ты слышать? Okay, Lisa, my friend Lisa is here. Lisa is Russian too. Yeah, but I feel like we should go with English. Just <laughs> here, you know? Wow, out of the gate, I'm already killing for your mom. I mean, this is pretty good. Mama, um, do you remember Sam Morrill, the guy with the great swimmer's body that we saw at Caroline? I like that this is how you're describing yeah. me to people. Anyway, he's here too, and, and Lisa's here. So you're doing, we have a question for the podcast. What are you doing, yoga or meditation or something? You can talk. You should talk. Can she not hear me? Great. Hello? Mama, yes. where are you? I am uh, in the house. In the house? Uh, I'll put my earphones on. I can't tell if she's speaking Russian or if that's just her voice right now. It's just her voice. That's her voice. Awesome. I am in the house and I'm putting okay. my... Okay. Here I am. Okay, are there you? There we go. This connection is good now. Don't move. What the fuck is going on? So, Ma. Okay. Yes, yes. Tell me what you're doing today. Are you doing yoga or meditating or what? Oh, I just let the solar sitting guy go. Uh, and we will put solar panels on my house, and I'm so excited. Solar pianos? No, solar, solar panels. Uh, I don't know what solar, solar panels are. <laughs> but it will be the music to my ears. <laughs> All right. I set her up. She threw it down. That was pretty good. All right. Because, you know, you know if Solar City, uh, if I could help Solar City to destroy PGME, I would be happy. <laughs> We're not going to take down corporations on this podcast. I think we should. We should? Yeah. I just watched Aaron Brockovich recently, and I'm feeling kind of like taking down some corporations. For the first time or a rewatch? For the second time. Okay. That's a good one. That's so good. <laughs>
She's my mom's an activist. She came to visit New York for a week, and during one hour that she had free, she went to go march uh, for Elizabeth Warren. She was stumbling. She had like a sign on her. I'm like, where are you going? I thought you were going to get Broadway t- tickets. She's like, I am going to talk to people about voting for Elizabeth Warren. She yeah, had- you know, a lot of my a lot of my Red Eye fans aren't going to like this, but Elizabeth Warren rocks. Take that. Hey, Mama, you should watch Sam on Fox News uh, late at night. He's on this show called Red Eye. He's really good. Really? Uh, well, uh, I think I'm on Thursday. On Fox News, we don't get Fox News. That's right, you don't. So um, yeah, that was not a good Fox sales News. pitch, Anya. <laughs> Sorry, there, she she only listens to conservative Russian radio. <laughs> you know, yeah. My dad found out he was having a stroke because of the Russian radio doctor. What? Yeah, he was like having issues, and he was in the car, and he called the Russian radio doctor and uh, told him his symptoms, and he's like. <laughs> Please drive yourself to the hospital. You are having a stroke. That's a really tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> like having and a stroke. It sucks because he, he had just bought two handles of vodka. <laughs> and then he gave him to the doctor. Oh, my that God. Saved him. So yeah. he had a stroke but survived. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Did you see Tim Curry, by the way? The actor? No. Yeah, but what, ha- what about He him? had a stroke. He's not looking well. It's very sad. From uh, the Carol Burnett show? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Um, I always remember, you know what I always remember him from? It's a, it's kind of like a great bad movie is uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. You remember that one? Where like, he just keeps, oh, yeah. he's questioning Whoopi Goldberg and he just has a gun pointed at her and he keeps asking her questions and he's like, he's like, all right, who has the microfilm? And she tells him and he's like, thank you. And he shoots her and then he like turns back around and he's like, wait, is it on this street or this street? And she, and she tells him again, he just shoots her again. He's like, thank you. And then he's like, wait, was it this uh, Michael Williams or that Michael Williams? She's like, it's that one. And she's like, okay. And he just keeps shooting her. It's a great scene. I like it. Check out the movie. <laughs> it's a fun just time. plugging films. We're, we're, we're plugging a lot of movies this episode. Swingers, Loaded Weapon, check them out. Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich. Are you still there, Ma? Uh-huh. Do you um, still listen to the podcast even though I've forbidden you from doing so? <laughs> Well, I like to do forbidden things. Ooh. Great. <laughs> also, I don't know you're forbidding our uh, future fans, Anya. You should, be, you should be encouraging people, not forbidding people. Yeah, this is Anya Sr., Lisa. Her name is I, Anya too. I grew, oh, cool. up in a, uh, grew up in the Soviet Union, so you know, uh, when you're not supposed to do something, we find a way to do it. Mama, you know Lisa's parents are from, is it Ukraine? Odessa. Odessa. Have you been there? Oh, Odessa, mama. This is... What's that? She just got... We just hung up on her. I guess I lost all my Skype credit. Well, it was good while it lasted. Yeah. God damn it. Why do you have to add credit? I guess we'll never find out why she left me in the snow. Bummer. Um, I found out my I mom like we... started uh, going on Twitter. And oh, so she no. found me on Twitter. She doesn't have an account, so it's not like I can block... Like, I can't even block her. I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm Facebook friends with my mom, so every now and then, but like Twitter is like my safe place where I can, <clears throat> yeah. you know, put like offensive stuff. Yeah. Well, because I guess she called my sister and was like, oh, I found out Lisa got upgraded to first class. She's like, how'd you find out? She goes, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom is doing that too on Skype and Facebook all the time. So it's pretty upsetting. Yeah, I really don't need, but my mom knows everything about my personal life now. I'm trying one more Skype. Let's see if this works. Yeah, I'm debating whether I should allow my parents to come to my uh, album taping or not. Why? Have them come. It's just so dirty. It's just like so but embarrassing. you're doing two shows, right? Yeah. Have them come to the early show. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to be. I know, but it's probably going <laughs> to, the, late, the later show is always, I feel a little bit more reckless. So if you yeah. have them come to one, have them come early. Yeah. 
This is the home number. I'm gonna sit them in the back because I think I might tell my virginity story in the hour. Yeah. Hello. I don't know if they need to Ma? hear that. Ma. Anita. Da privet. Ask about the snow already. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's get let's cut to the chase. Why did you leave Anya in the snow when she was a baby? <laughs> yeah, that's what we what we called for, Mama. Why did you? First of all, did you actually leave me in the snow when I was a baby, and why, and for how long? And is that why Anya's so cold on first dates? <laughs> well, this is the American propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a parenting I issue. Didn't it's uh, leave you in the snow. I uh, left you to breathe fresh. Air. And uh, I looked at you, uh, I checked on you all the time, and the American neighbors, instead of, if they had a concern, instead of knocking on my door and saying, is that your baby, <laughs> uh, they called the police on me. <laughs> I told you. Wow. <laughs> this is, uh, this took a dark turn. How far away from me were you? We're talking like 10 feet, right? I was on the second floor, my window was open, and you were on the ground right under my window. Just right, you so. know, 75, 80 feet away. <laughs> A quick 10-minute walk. <laughs> I don't know no, why. No, 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 it's all exaggeration. You like to think that you were forsaken. But you I had a different type of Jewish mother. <laughs> my mom was like uh, like hovering around at all times. I couldn't get away. Right. That's where my suffocated. anxiety comes from. Yeah, suffocated. I wish I Did was... you have a curfew? Yeah. And rules? And I but I always broke it and I was always I was just always grounded then. Mm. How about you? Do you have a curfew? Never? No. Jealous. Did your parents ever suffocate you? Mama Lisa Did they raise me? No. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't? No. <laughs> no, they did. Lisa's parents bundled her up a lot, Mama, but didn't leave her in the snow. I kind of wish that you had, you know, been a little more like Sam's mom, like more of a helicopter mom. No, you don't. No? no. I mean, it was great, but it was also, you know. I t- when, the, when the Eric Garner thing happened, I told my mom, I said, I want to get an I Can't Breathe t-shirt for you. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> Thanks, Mama. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Have a good... What are you doing the rest of the day after you install the solar pianos? Okay. Uh, she's done I'll uh, go and work in my garden, and then I'll go and have a latte with a beautiful rosette on top. A uh, latte? I got someone that you really should be introduced to. His name's Lady Phil Hanley. I know. Well, you know our co-star is always drinking lattes, Mama. She gets them with a thing on top. She calls it a rosette. Mm. It's pretty fancy. That's what they're called. See you in a week. Thank, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. It's fun. And now I'll continue to listen to you in a contraband kind of manner. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I like how dirty she's making this. I don't this. know what that means. <laughs> well, oh, because you're I'm forbidden. Allowed. I'm allowed. Got it. Le bleu poca. Poca. Have fun, boys and girls. She's so cute. So cute. Thanks, right. guys. That was fun. So, no, like the lessons my my parents taught me were like, but my dad was like, don't ever ask, just do it till someone says no. Like, just weird. I like that <laughs> philosophy, actually. Yeah. Because I mean, we were always sneaking into things. Like, it was just, uh, yeah, not really good lessons. Curfew A lot of me parties is at the always, house. Curfew to me is kind of silly only because you look at like the cities that have a, an earlier bar closing time, and they're not cities that drink less. Right. Boston, yeah. it closes early, but you're like, they're all, you know, drunk. Yeah, there. that's another thing. I, everyone was just so fucking sloppy. It was like a giant oh, college yeah. town. Yeah. yeah. They well, it is, right? There. Aren't there like two or three big college Oh, like yeah, so can, I tell you, can I tell you something ridiculous? Yeah. The night before I taped the special, I ran it at 
uh, Laugh Boston. Oh, yeah. Down by the seaport, that comedy club. And there's a guy doing a show before our show, and he is the worst thing I've ever seen in comedy history. He's like a conservative comedian, mm-hmm. but, but. How is that du- possible? It was the dumbest. It was, he was just dumb. Oh, he like was playing, politically Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, something like Eric Sayet, or Evan Sayet, I think. Okay. Oh, my God. I walk in. I, use, I go to the bathroom, and it's one of those clubs where they're playing the set in the bathroom, so you can't even escape how <laughs> oh bad God. it is. So I go in there, and I hear him. He's like, he's like the liberals who believe 9-11 was an inside job. And people were like applauding. They're like, yeah, tell it. And he's like, yeah, that's right. They don't want you to. This is what those types of comedians always do. They're like, no one's going to tell you this, but I'll tell it to right, you. Right. They always act like they're telling you some dirty little secret. you know. And then he, he starts quoting Rosie O'Donnell. He's like, these liberals who are always quoting Rosie O'Donnell. I'm like, no one quotes Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> I, I don't even quote her in a league of their own. No one quotes her ever. And and it was just mayhem. And he comes into the green room afterwards to try to like, he had, I guess, fans there. He's like a conservative talk show host or something. And this guy comes to the back and he's like, love to videotape you. And he's like, well, I guess we could do it here, but the comedians are in here for the next show. And he's waiting for us to be like, it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, you should probably go. Yeah, good. Oh my God! So and I annoying. just and he had a he had a oh he was we're gonna look him up we we, we gotta have another Evan say uh, whatever his name was <laughs> we're not gonna have to bleep this guy's name out are we later I don't care you're not gonna have no. regrets about I'm this. down to make some enemies on this podcast I like yeah. this attitude. I'm I down like to make some enemies. I'm, I'm inspired yeah, you're always by making people bleep names. <laughs> I did it once, and we didn't even end up bleeping it twice, <laughs> three times, lady. But you, are you, uh, you. I'm inspired by Lisa's fearlessness in making enemies. I enjoy it. But I squashed beef last week at the. Oh table. yeah, you need to update us on that. You had beef. Well, that other. Well, this was this is separate beef. Um, you have a lot of beefs. Yeah, but I'm be, I'm getting better at squashing them. Yeah. Um, I'm but getting not, more chill. Are you still speaking freely enough though, or do you feel censored in your life? Like, oh, I don't want to have any beef, so I'm not gonna like really speak my mind. No, I feel like all the beefs I had are very warranted. Really? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I don't think I willy-nilly am, like, upset with people. I think sometimes maybe I'm too judgmental or, like, I'll take one situation and kind of be like, see, that's it, and cut someone off. Mm. Um, And, you know, I do fucked up shit, and I wouldn't want, like, one bad thing to represent me. So I'm, like, working on, (laughs) like, accepting people uh, (laughs) that do, like, one silly thing. But this one girl, I don't like her. You know, I just don't like that. Per- I think she's like fake. Like I don't like her personality. Is uh-huh. this from this from a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking but about. But she okay. was actually at the cellar the night of my audition, and I had oh. passed. And I was like so happy. I had like cool friends. And you there. had blown off the coffee where you're supposed to forgive her. I did. Or I mean, or work I, things out. It's like a busy couple weeks I have. Like yeah. I just didn't. I, I think I was coming here, <laughs> and I had something before. Oh, I was shopping with Sean. I was coming here. Like I didn't want to go meet for drinks. Um, and I have sleeping problems. I need a, all the sleep I can get. And so she was at the cellar and she came up and she's like, oh, I'm sorry we couldn't meet up. Like, we should still talk. I go, we're not talking right now. She goes, what? I go, this is a big night for me. Yeah. I'm not about to talk to you right now. She's like, yeah, I know. And then she walked away from me. And Did so, she know? I don't know. <laughs> I think she was saying in the future, let's talk, right? Yeah, yeah, because then we rescheduled for Wednesday and she never texted me again. And it's like, I'm not going to text to like, yeah. 
When You're did you want to reprimand me again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight up, I apologize. I should apologize for talking shit. There's no not, reason to talk shit. It's not but. something you want. It's like you're looking forward to. No one's no. like, so you want to get coffee? It's like, yeah, we should work through our shit. It <laughs> yeah. just sounds like a pain. Well, yeah. If you have a problem with a legit friend, I'm always down for coffee. But always. Yeah, yeah, but this yeah. is not I'm a friend. This is just someone. Yeah. This is just someone she's probably not going to be friends with anyway. My other beef was like five and a half years old it was like from when i started comedy at 21 but it and just were like, you a different kick. person than you think um the she was bo- a young black female <laughs> <laughs> she was the a transgender is, filipino boy we both did fucked up shit but we like kept it going and then we had we had a great time this past weekend in boston so it was like kind of embarrassing that we haven't spoken five and a half years yeah like, i know you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. very sweet we would be like in rooms at festivals just like looking at each other and not, like so you know how did like the pathetic. hatchet get buried or did time just pass it's like what are we gonna do fight before our half hours like that's crazy but did, were you just like hey how are you it's good to i walked in you. um and they were getting their makeup done and i was yeah i just walked in i think you came a little bit after that and i was just like hey what are you wearing what's up blah blah chit chat chat you know Oh, so you were just warm and personable. Yeah, yeah. And then we partied. We ate sliders. Instagram happened. I mean, it's like a thing. (laughs) Instagram brings so many people together. Yeah, we followed each other on Instagram. Um, That's everything now. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it definitely feels nice. Like having tension's not fun. Yeah, it's never It's always awkward, especially like those comedy beefs. That's why they say try not to hook up with comics because you're at that party. It ends badly, you know. Then you're just in a room with someone that you're used to a date. You know, yeah, it's awkward. I think I'd always rather have things be smoothed over than not. Like I, you know, I've talked about my ex on this podcast a lot before, and there was like a time we didn't speak at all, and then last week he was in town and we got together. And it was nice. We just had a coffee. We had a salad with a friend of his, and nothing deep or crazy. Just like catching up, and that was it. It is nice. We were talking about my ex last night, the seller, who was a sweet girl. It didn't work out, you know, but uh, we were on bad terms for a while. And then I was just like, I, I love this person at one point in my life. Why mm. am I, why am I, why am I being mean to them? You know what I mean? It ended badly, but you know. It's weird. Sometimes things go through such weird phases. Like I think about that, like, I can't believe I just, I guess it's necessary. Like certain, there are times when it's absolutely imperative not to talk to somebody, right? Yeah. Like I was just talking to someone the other day who had had a bad, bad uh, divorce. And uh, we were saying, you know, to kind of discussing that. And I was like, it's so important to have that period where you're just like, no, but I don't need to be your, we don't have to go for coffee ever. You know? Do you ever heard Nick Griffin's joke about uh, being divorced? About the, his friend said, "You seem so happy at the wedding." He's like, "Yeah, it happened after that." <laughs> That's like telling a shark attack victim, "You seem fine on the beach." Yeah, it's so true. No, one of my friends, Julia, we were really good friends. Then we lived together. Well, I lived in their pantry, and then we like got a three bedroom, <laughs> and then. It was, and then like Lisa rent? does Lisa does something that my roommate my female roommate does it's like she tells stories very quickly so she has to fill you in on details like as she goes along and like my favorite was, Lisa thing is yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love it. wait in the pantry, pantry. very yeah, yeah, casual yeah, yeah. I love it yeah, yeah. my then, rent was uh, eight seventy five a month <laughs> now uh, no, in Chicago I paid two hundred I paid just utilities. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was a fun time. I actually fucked in that pantry a lot, <laughs> which I'm pretty proud of. 
please come up with guys more. are never like guys are not deterred by anything i mean I, yeah i i will not go into a girl's apartment and be like no never <laughs> well yeah you have that funny joke. oh i have that joke i do have a joke about it what yeah yeah well i didn't invite you over my place is messy and i'm like yeah that's not a deterrent oh, yeah. you know a, well if I, I like what you say shambles, shambles. yeah I shambles is a good word shambles yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fun because then self-deprecating too if you're willing, um, if your whole life is in shambles if you're willing to fuck me that's it yeah. that's the punch huh? all right but so her and her for uh friend like we lived together we got another oh, another apartment together everything was awesome and then it was like disaster like my, whatever and then we didn't speak for three years i moved out it was just like awful and now she's one of my closest friends again but like even towards the end of that three years we didn't speak like we would be in social situations together yeah and i'm just like an emotional person and i just like couldn't i even had to tell her i'm like i forgive you like i'm over everything we're over it but like i can't even talk to you right now can't be around you because it hurts yeah. too bad like it just sucks when you know the logical right thing to do but like you're just feeling this way where it's like i can't even we would like some people just aren't meant to live together they're meant to be good yeah, friends yeah, yeah. but once you live yeah. together but now she's like again one of my favorite closest fun people so when you look back, she lives here what now. was responsible for you guys getting back t to normal? Um, it was her going away party. So she's she dates a comic. I met her before. Mm -hmm. She worked at the college that I went to, but she dates a comic and they live here now. And it was their going away party. And actually, we had like another show. And I was like, well, whatever. I'm going to this going away party. I'm friends with her boyfriend. Like, fuck it. And I think Sean Patton was in town in Chicago. And, like, all these people. It was, like, a fun night. And I was getting hammered. I was like, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Like, I'm going to this going away party. You guys have to have my back. She's such a bitch. And then God. we walked in and just, like, hugged and took shots. And my friend Adam was like, yeah, you were warning us how it was going to be a disaster. And I walked in. You guys were hugging, taking shots that's together. Like kind of, that's, like, a good sitcom moment where, like, you prep everyone to hate her. Yeah. And then you make up. And then they're still terrible to her you know <laughs> no because everyone loved it. it sucked and then so on their going away party we like became friends started emailing messaging again kind of like made up for lost time and now sounds like alcohol is a, a good like lubricator for a lot of things it helps. oh yeah. yeah a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> it really is i mean it just helps smooth things over see it's i don't know what am i gonna do yeah so do i like look back and go oh those three years like what but i mean what are you gonna do Sometimes we it's just hard living with people. And yeah. You know, I've, everybody I've ever lived with, there's like a weird period of time where. I was also so tense. young. You know what I mean? Like it was my first time living with people. It yeah. was just like a lot of stuff. Like I said, my parents didn't really prepare me well for the world. They really didn't? Is it just you? I forgot. Or do you have a sibling? No, my sister's 10 years older than me, but she had it like rough. Like she moved to America at age 12. So like she had to do everything. Oh my God! Does she have She's an accent? Kid. She has a th no. Russian accent. Mm -mm. Not at all. No, she like really fought it. Wow. Do you guys get along? Yeah. Twelve years difference. Ten years difference. That's so cool. So, do you hang out together and stuff? Yeah, yeah. She has three kids. She lives three blocks away from my parents. Oh. She married the dude she met sophomore year in high school. They've been together since then. In America. Yeah. In the United States of America. Yeah, they went to an Orthodox Jewish high school together. Whoa, is she Orthodox Jew? Fuck no, 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 no. Okay. We were just poor, so that's what happens. How poor? Like fresh off the boat. Fresh off the boat poor. Yeah, yeah, From yeah. Russia. So your parents moved here and really took a big risk, like didn't have a lot of money. No, no, no. Like me and my sister slept in the dining room, like. And you were like, I can't stuff. wait to move into my parents, a pantry. Uh, <laughs> my parents were uh, janitors at the, like our, my preschool so I could go there and stuff, like after they worked their other jobs and went to school. I mean, it's nuts. Wow. That's no joke. Yeah, my yeah. mom tells me about growing up in Russia, and she shared 
a one bedroom apartment with another family. So yeah. it was like her, her mom, her, I think for a while, maybe a grandparent and then the two kids and then this whole other family in a one bedroom apartment. And they all shared a bathroom, like nine people or something. Yeah, because also with immigration, they had to do um, six months in like Vienna or in Italy and then a year in Vienna. And so that's like with all the other religious asylum people, like no money, didn't know the language. I just don't know. Like, I don't think I could do anything that cool ever. I know. It's crazy. And they were in their 40s and 50s. They must be proud of you. Are they now? Yeah. Do they think what you're, what do they think of comedy? Did you send them pictures from your taping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they say? My mom called me crying. But yeah. She did? Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool let's that photo her. of like your name in the back. Let's and it's it, like... One parent call an episode. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's limit these. Jesus. It was a joke. It wasn't a joke. You were, you were ready to bite on that. <laughs> I mean, that. if Lisa would have said yes. I don't want another parent I can barely understand on the phone. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to your mom three episodes from now. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm a helicopter mom. <laughs> Is she really? I want to meet her. She was. I mean, yeah. we're also incredibly close. I, I was doing a man in the street thing for Mother's Day and it was like uh, recently oh, yeah. and it was like one of the first fights we've gotten into in a long time and I called her asking her if I could do it and she was like no Wait, she argument. called asking if you could do if what? She, if she could be and if I could interview oh. her for the thing the man in the street thing and she, she dissed you for Mother's Day? Well, she, uh, it was totally my fault it was completely my fault I don't want to go into it <laughs> but right. uh, yeah, she was not. Uh, yeah, that's the last time I tried to get her on something. I've only dated one guy ever that had like a lot of mommy. I call him mommy issues just because he he called her every day, which to me seems sort of. We talk strange. a lot, definitely. Yeah, it's mom, just yeah. I always felt like it's like dating somebody with like a bunch of kids. No, but she's like, really cool. It's not like like a weird thing. It's like my mom is just like smart and cool and. Yeah. Uh, and she can talk about like anything, so I like talking to her. Will she let people have sex with you, or is she like a big? No, I know she's actually very good. The one weird time we had was, uh, I was dating a girl that she clearly didn't like. She was definitely mm -hmm. respectful about it. This was like years ago. I was very young, and I remember we were in a car driving, and uh, and the girl I was dating was just a provocative idiot. She was just awful. And I remember, I, I didn't see it at the time because I was a kid and I was getting laid and you're not thinking, you know? But I remember she says, I didn't know where she was like, being gay is a choice in the backseat of the car. Oh. And I was like, huh. And it's just one of those things where you like, wish you had a seat ejector from the car and you could just shoot yourself out. But my mom just kind of looked at me and I was like, oh, you don't know that. And I was just trying to like silence it. And she was just like, no, I do know it. There are studies. And I'm like, what studies? And she was just citing these bullshit studies. And I was like, yeah, you just don't know that at all. That's just a really stupid thing to say. And we just started talking back and forth. And finally it went away. And I remember she got out of the car and my mom just turned to me and she said, I'm very proud of you. Oh, <laughs> the woman was saying this. The girl. The girl was dating. Oh, good and my, and my like mom, mom was like, I'm very glad that you always stick to like, who you you are and I was I mean I could tell at that moment I was like she fucking hates this girl that's her that's her way of being like I don't want you dating this girl I like her I want to have her on someday maybe She's, we'll have all right we'll save it I've met your brother I think at the cellar that's before, right I right? brought my brother to the cellar one night yeah, yeah that was cool um I'm just excited for you guys both that you got are you your specials when do they air I mean I'm, Sam knows I I th know I'm that. hoping September October I'm not sure oh but. that's far okay yeah. um are we have to wrap this up soon but i feel like we have to cover so much like can you be born into the wrong ethnicity <laughs> um, so well you know topics. in the 50s there's a book called black like me yeah so like no one hates that dude he's like a civil rights like kind of hero i took african-american literature in college wait uh, wasn't he black 
No, it was a white dude who made himself black and took a road trip. Not a road trip. I don't know how the 50s worked. But, like, went through the South and, like, dealt with all this shitty stuff. And it was, like, this groundbreaking book. But everyone's mad at this woman. And I don't get it. You think she's just having an identity crisis? She's just doing a good job at her job. Like, she's not. I mean, she's doing a good job. Do you know what we're talking about, Sam? No. The white oh. woman who's black, Rachel. Oh, uh, the Dole. NAACP woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she just stepped down, right? I. I, I think don't she know. just stepped down today. Yeah, As yeah. of today, like when you guys are know, listening to this podcast, it's going to be weeks from now. So this maybe is not she should have been anymore. more honest, but like. It just doesn't bother me as much. I, as I agree. It's something that does. Although I'm not black, so maybe like to them that's yeah. a big issue. To me, I, I, if if a non-Jew was ahead of some Jewish thing, I'd be like, well, are they doing a good job? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I think the controversy is that she she wasn't upfront and transparent about her actual right, biological background. But also, who the fuck are these parents? Yeah, yeah I don't know. What I, are you doing? You what? mean you, her, to out her? Yeah, yeah. What kind of parents are you? I don't know. It seems like a, something has occurred in the family. I, we're, I can't wait going, for the interview. We're going through a time now where like you gotta be, you get to be who you want to be. Mm-hmm. So there is something. I know this is a weird comparison to make, but there's something weird. They're like everyone's like, Caitlyn Jenner is a woman, and they're like, this chick is not black. Okay. Right. Well, you know it's I mean? the tran- That's the what people are saying with that. Like devil's advocate on that is that like right. at least they're honest. Like usually when you're transgendered, you're not pretending. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good point. But but, but, but I'm just saying there is this me. liberal kind of bullshit argument where people. People are like, yeah. well, people are like, you you get to be who you want to be. That's what you get. But yeah. then it only really works with gender. It doesn't work with yeah. Can race. You, can you be black? Yeah. I mean, is it offensive? Seems like it. No, yeah. everyone's fucking annoying. That Seinfeld thing was annoying too. You can be a woman for Halloween, but you cannot be in blackface. <laughs> you mean Seinfeld saying that people are too politically correct? And why did that annoy you? Younger no, I, I heard, I heard that he did not annoy me. People that were mad at him I know. annoyed me. That's, I think, how bad political correctness is that Seinfeld has a problem with it because he's the least offensive comedian ever. I thought Colin Quinn nailed it. What did that, he say? He did an interview with Salon uh, where he was talking about political correctness, and he was like, it's the job of comics to make you uncomfortable at colleges. Like you, Comics that just are just telling you what you want to hear are pandering. Like, of course they're supposed to make, you're not supposed to agree with everyone, everything a comedian says. And that's, yeah. and that's completely how I feel. So, uh, you know, I think, I think he nailed it. Yeah, but Colin Quinn, funny. when it comes to political correctness, there's like no one more articulate and, and who says uh, more thoughtful things, I think. Because okay. it, it got a tough crowd for years. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to say why to you guys. I'm too yeah, attached and emotionally upset. But um, it's time. We have to go. All right. Yeah, I like how strict you are with the 45 minutes. Well, the thing is, is that Phil is very high maintenance lately. And he, uh, although I love him to death, he has a really like limited said, like, amount of time. I like that you said lately. <laughs> like, like, like a few weeks ago, he was just so easy to deal with. No, the thing is, Phil's coming in next. And we have to be out of here in like 35 minutes. So we have to do another podcast. That's why I hate. I hate to say bye to you, Lisa, but it sucks. It hurts my heart. Why is there a fourth person coming? Yeah, there's a fourth person coming. I'm pretty upset. But first of all, I love your dress. I love Thank how you. honest you are. I want to learn more about your history. I think you're one of the funniest people I know. Thanks, girl. I can't wait to see so, your I, I, I had a lot of fun with you in Boston. That was a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad that you guys drank um, not old Manhattan's fashions. Old, ha- old fashions together. That's cool. I mean, Boston has one of the best Chinatowns I've ever been to. Have you? Did you go there? Yeah, we're staying right by there. Oh god, the food was so I did good. Nothing. nothing. No, I didn't even have seafood. I didn't have one lobster. I roll. did. I had. I. Oh my god. <laughs> I had a lobster roll with no, shrimp, 
bacon, uh, crab, and avocado on it. It was awesome for breakfast. Well, what were you going to say when you first started the podcast before the mic went on? You said, I just had the most New York experience. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was was just at a bank trying to deposit a check, and there was this guy on the phone. He was just being a rude asshole on the phone, and... uh, and he's taking forever, and this I kind of give the woman behind me a look like this guy, and she was like, and she was like, yeah, fuck this guy. Uh-huh. She just goes up to him, and she's like, get off the phone. She's like an old lady, just saying, get off the phone, and he's ignoring her, yeah. and she's like, really, you're gonna ignore me? And I think she's giving me the look to like step in. I'm like, I can't like up what you just did. Yeah, like no. that was intense. So then she grabs the manager. She's like, look at this guy. Look I what this guy's her. doing. And I was like, why didn't you? Step and then up? finally, I'm like, you know what? She's being kind of. I'm like, I got to step in now too, because because there's like the solidarity thing where you're like, yeah, he's being rude. Did he finally get off the phone? No, he didn't. And I'm running late to the podcast, so I'm just like, hey, hey, oh, excuse me, miss, can you just be a teller? She's like, I'm a manager, I'm not a teller. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about your status <laughs> issues, okay? I need to cash a check. I'm running late, and she just goes, I can't help you. And I go, thanks for nothing, and I walk out. Thanks for nothing, you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, that was a great story, Sam. Lisa, <laughs> Lisa uh, is on an MTV2 show called... Yeah, I mean, I think it's done. and but I think... <laughs> no, we're filming season two soon. But That's I'm gonna a big deal. What's it called? Joking Off. Okay. <laughs> you can see here in New York City at the Comedy Cellar frequently. Oh, I have my first cool headlining <laughs> dates, actually. Great. I'll be at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, July 16th. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I need to just raise the roof. <laughs> You've never done that for anything I've ever said. <laughs> Sam, you're going to be in... Do you have any others, Lisa? Or is that it? No, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. When if is you're in Atlantic in? City, you can see Sam Ugh. at the Tropicana, June 22nd. Why? Are you going to gamble? Do you gamble? Uh, yeah, I guess I will. It's a week. <laughs> Phil Hanley is going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco, July 16th through 18th, and Acme in Minneapolis, August 25th through 29th. Follow Lisa at Glitter Cheese on Twitter, Phil M. Hanley, and Sam Morrill. You said it wrong, right? Morrell, sorry. <laughs> M-O-R-R-I-L. And thank you so much for all your pledges. I reached my goal on <laughs> pledgemusic.com for my album. Fuck yeah. But uh, you can always continue to pledge more until I find a record label and release it, which will be sometime, hopefully, in October. So go to it. Thanks so much for listening to We Know Nothing. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.